Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 18. Wow, can you believe it? 18 shows. I know, That's isn't awesome. That crazy? Yes. So, for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show, we feature things that we love at Disney, but we also, in most of our episodes, we have a guest who talks about ways that they create Disney magic for our listeners, whether it be at home or on their Disney vacations. So from vacation planners to product producers, our guests bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder for our listeners, we always appreciate those five-star reviews out on Apple Podcasts. We like to give a shout out to our listeners when they are able to leave a review for us. And we'd also like to thank all of you who've left us a five-star customer rating. We greatly appreciate those as well. And I've noticed we've gotten a few more of those lately. So thank you so much for leaving those for us. Any reviews on whether it be Apple Podcasts or Google, we really appreciate those. And now on with the show. So today we are going to be going over activities that you can enjoy after leaving the parks for the day. Now, whether it be you're visiting the parks during a time of year where the parks close a little bit early, or if you are at um, Disney and you just decide to leave the parks early for a break. So we're going to talk about going to putt-putt, bowling, movies, and even some of the piano bars that are on property. And most of these activities we've done ourselves, so we'll try to share a little bit of our experience. And then later in today's show, we will be joined by Carrie from Third Wish Design. She is a special education teacher from New Jersey, and she designs Disney shirts with unique designs. And many of her shirts incorporate song lyrics, which is kind of a fun little thing. Well, I think this is really the good thing is that, you know, these designs are so unique. And it's one of those things, too, that we've mentioned in previous podcasts. You go and the designs are relatively the same. It's usually the different color, the same shirt. Yep. Carrie, you're going to stand out in a crowd. And I, you know, I've looked at her, her site. You know, I'm not huge into Disney music, but, you know, the, some of the stuff that she puts out there, I'm like, Even you get it. Even I get yeah. it. I'm, I would say, maybe, Vanessa, would you agree that I'm not necessarily engaged with Disney music, just, except how about just things in general? Probably, yeah. Exactly. Now right. there is a few Disney shows that you you're knowledgeable about. Frozen. Music. Yes, I was gonna say Frozen, but starts with an F, ends with an N. I know all that stuff. Yeah. But everything else, I'm not really quite into it. Up to it. You know, I, I would say I'm a relatively disengaged observer. But with that, Carrie, her designs are awesome, and we just want you to go to her website yeah. and her her Instagram and see what she's got going. So we will have Carrie on the show a little bit later. But in the meantime, we're going to go over some of those fun activities that you can do at the parks. And first off, we're going to talk about putt-putt golf. I love putt-putt golf. <laughs> now, most of the, there are three technical putt-putt golf, actually four putt-putt golf courses that we're going to talk about, two in each location. Most of these are open until 10 or 11, depending on the time of year. So really, uh, if you're at Disney during a time when Magic Kingdom closes at 9 or maybe Animal Kingdom closes a little earlier or even you just leave the parks a little early, you ha definitely have plenty of time to go check these out. The first one we're going to talk about is Fantasia Gardens and Fairways Miniature Golf. So these two courses are over by the Swan Hotel and one thing to know, if you do go over there, the Fairways Miniature Golf is like a real golf course. It's just in smaller version. Now, Chris has taken this one on. I've not been a, through this one before. Yeah, I had an opportunity to go with a friend, and it is difficult. I would say I'm not I'm not a golfer at all. Right. And then, you know, putt-putt <laughs> golfing, I'm, I would say I'm okay. This was extremely 
difficult. I mean, it's good for a challenge, but I think what's nice that if, especially if you're going to be there maybe with family or friends, or maybe there's people who are down there for a conference and they're not going to be at Disney, I think this, this course in particular is a good one to meet up with and have some fun. And the nice thing is it's right next to Fantasia Gardens, which is, of course, as it sounds, it has, it's themed around Fantasia. So they have like the dancing hippo, Sorcerer Mickey. Now, when we were down there, Chris and a friend did the Fairways Miniature Golf, and I did Fantasia Gardens with um, some family members. So they're right next to each other. So if you have some avid golfers or some people really up for a challenge and maybe have some people with younger kids or something or just want to have a little bit more Disney fun, you can kind of split up your groups. Now, if you don't have a vehicle and you're wanting to go there, the buses don't go directly to these courses. What you're going to want to do is take a bus to the Swan Hotel, and then as you're pulling in, you'll kind of be able to see it's out by the main road. You can, There's just a short walk from where the buses drop you off that you can go over to Fantasia Gardens. So that's a nice putt-putt golf and one of the things is both of those, they're $14 and $12 for kids. Um, I've seen a lot of times if you get a vacation package and there might be some of those coupons included, often there might be a coupon for one free game or like a half off or like certain times of the day that you can get um, entrance in there at some sort of discount. So definitely take advantage of that. The second putt-putt golf courses that are on property are over by Disney's Blizzard Beach. And we have not went to these courses before. Um, they have two, it's Winter Summerland Miniature Golf. And so what you're going to do is you're just going to take the regular transportation as though you were going to the water park. And you're going to, you'll see it, it's right in the parking lot. We've seen it before, but we've never played there. It has two courses. It has a summer and winter version of the course. And Chris, have you ever heard the backstory behind this course? I have not. Okay, so as we know, Disney likes to have a backstory to the courses. So it's Winter Summerland Miniature Golf. So the story is that late one Christmas Eve after Santa was done delivering his presents, he was flying back to the North Pole, and he happened to notice that there was snow in Florida. A Christmas miracle, I guess you would say. And so what he decided is that he was going to build a vacation destination for his elves to go to because they were, I guess, because they're used to snow. So when he, what he did is he let the elves make two different courses. One course is for the group that really liked the Florida sunshine and the other was for those that preferred the snow and cold. So there's two different 18 hole golf courses. Um, one, of course, is summer for the elves that preferred the Florida sunshine, and then the snow course is the winter course. So you have both of those options at at Winter Summerland. So it sounds like it'd be fun. I've seen it again from the buses when we've gone through there. It looks like it's fun. The Fantasia Gardens one is fun, so I'm sure this is a great course as well. Um, moving on from Putt-Putt, I think this might be Chris's favorite activity outside of the parks is bowling. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So at Disney Springs, if you're not familiar, they are home to Splitsville Luxury Lanes. And one thing is this is open until 1 a.m. So even if you're there and you're at the park till 10 or 11 o'clock at night, you could still go get some bowling in. Now they have 30 lanes and they actually have two floors of bowling. Now, when did we, what special event did we have there? That would be our vow renewal, Vanessa. Yeah, we, well, our vow renewal itself wasn't there, but we had a party there, yeah. You are correct. <laughs> so we had a, a welcome party there with our guest when they were arriving for the week of our vow renewal, and it really is a lot of fun. It kind of has a retro feel to it. 
we were able to rent out two lanes and they have billiards slash pool tables. I never know what you're, is it a pool table or a billiard table? Pool. Pool. So they have pool tables as well. So they have a lot of different opportunities. If you did have a big group, you can rent some lanes. We have often done, we've also done the walk-in bowling. So they do have some different pricing structures you should be aware of. Monday through Friday, they have like daytime prices until four o'clock and then four to close. There's a little bit higher price. That higher price, evening price is the same all day on Saturday and Sunday. Now, it, when you come in, there's you can get, based on how many bowlers you have, you either get an hour of bowling all the way up to an hour and 45 minutes if you have like seven to eight people versus one to two bowlers. So they have lots of different options and it does include your shoe rental, which is important. So you don't need to pack your bowling shoes. You can just, <laughs> hey, you have bowling shoes, so. You don't have to um, pack bowling shoes, so that's always something good to know. Um, with the bowling, you have options, as I mentioned, for pools. So if you have people that are not into bowling, there is pool available. So besides playing pool, again, you can also enjoy some of their great food. They have a nice menu. When we were there for our vow renewal, we had pizzas and appetizers, and when we were down kind of planning our party as well. Chris had some sushi and I tried, I'm not a huge sushi person, but I tried it. I thought it was pretty good. It was good. I think that, well, everything we've had there from the pizza to burgers, it's always been really good. And as far as I know, unless something has changed for 2019, they are a part of the dining plan. So that's kind of nice. You can go do bowling and then you can have a meal, a good meal, and it's all part of the dining plan. Now, moving a little bit Further down at Disney Springs, you also have the movie theater, AMC 24 Theater. And so this is a really nice movie theater. They have 24 theaters in there, obviously. I don't know. Have you ever been to a movie at Disney, Chris? Maybe once. I don't. It doesn't stick out. Yeah, because I was going to say, my family, we used to always tend to be down there when one of the new Disney movies was coming out. So that kind of used to be a thing that we would do. But it has been a while since we've been to a movie, but one of the nice things that's kind of cool now that they have is six of the theaters have a dine-in service, which these are kind of, they have handcrafted food and cocktails, and they have kind of upgraded seating where during the movie you have a call button and they have table service right at the seats where you're when you're during the movie. So I've heard some great things about this. I think it might be something fun that we would enjoy doing. We just haven't gotten a chance to experience it yet. So they have quite a eclectic menu from what I understand. They have gourmet food. They're supposed to be known for their burgers and sandwiches and they have a full bar. Now one thing that is important to know if you have some teens in your group and they're wanting to go to do the dine-in theater, you have to be at least 18 years of age or you have to be accompanied by a parent or guardian that is 21 years or older. Um, so teens can't go there by themselves to the dine-in part. They can go to the regular movie theater, but the dine-in does have kind of a little bit of age restrictions. So that's kind of something to keep in mind if you do have some younger people in your group. Um, kids can go as long as they're accompanied by an adult. Now, last but not least, some other activities, and there are more. There's lots of lounges and bars and different things, which we're not going to get to on this particular podcast. But another fun thing that is available on Disney property are there are several places where you can go and kind of enjoy some piano music. There is a regular piano bar, Jelly Rolls, at Boardwalk. We've not been there before. Um, it's dueling pianos, and it's a lively 
piano bar. It's for anyone over 21. They have dueling pianos, guest sing-alongs. One nice thing is there's no cover. This is at Boardwalk, so if you were at Epcot for the evening or if you were at Hollywood Studios, you can either take the boat over or you can walk over from Epcot. It's not that bad of a walk from International Gateway from Hollywood Studios. That is quite a hike. I've not personally ever walked it. I see the distance of the walking when we've been on the boat, but it's pretty easy to get to. And then if you were to go to Jelly Rolls afterwards, you could just take your best bet if you are staying at a Disney hotel is you can take the bus like to Disney Springs and then get on a hotel bus or you could just use Lyft or one of the minivans or something to get back but it is open from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. and there's no cover charge so it's kind of fun um, I've heard a lot of great experiences and people say that this is a lot of fun now one thing that we have experienced and I don't think Chris would even know to really even talk about this but where is our favorite resort that we like to stay at Port Orleans. Yes, so at Port Orleans Riverside, which is kind of our go-to resort, there is a gentleman who's been there as long as I can remember, and my family's been going quite a few years to Port Orleans, Yeehaw Bob. Yeehaw Bob Jackson. He is he plays at the Roost um, bar there, and he has, like, he's so much fun. We've sat and listened to him, or even just going, like, to the food court. People are always there having a good time. He does piano playing and like sing-alongs and people just always have a lot of great fun with him. He plays Wednesday through Saturday nights and his show starts at 830. I'm thinking from my experience, it's usually a couple of hours because Chris, have you noticed when we've gone by with like Yeehaw Bob and playing piano there? People always really enjoy that Oh, you show. can't miss him. He's got, he's high energy. Yeah, he's. Fun times. Yeah, we've sat and listened to him or just. I even just like when we just happen to be walking by, just watching people having a great time. So there's no cover charge for that either. And it is, they do have some appetizers and stuff available at the Roost Bar. I also, when I was looking at stuff for the show, um, Yeehaw Bob, his name is Bob Jackson. Check out his Facebook page. Like he does a lot of original music too. And he has some really cool stuff out there. So definitely check out Bob Jackson. But in particular, if you're at Disney and you're looking for just like a fun night with friends, check him out. As long as it's Wednesday through Saturday, that's when his show is. And as I mentioned, it's at 8.30. Now, Port Orleans Riverside is not the easiest to get to unless you're, if you're coming from a park though, just get on the bus for Port Orleans Riverside as though you were a guest there. Take the bus from a park, go right to Port Orleans Riverside. When you go in the lobby, you'll see it's over to, you head to the left down towards the food court and the regular dining. You'll see him, you'll hear people, you can hear it right as soon as you come in the lobby. And then from there, um, you can also, you could, if you're at Disney Springs, you can take the boat to Port Orleans Riverside. And then of course, as we mentioned, you can either take transportation back to Disney Springs, which would be the boat or the bus and you also have the opportunity now with the minivans or lift you can take it right back to your hotel but it's well worth going to check out yeehaw bob and as i mentioned check out his facebook page with bob jackson he has some really cool stuff out there he's a very talented musician so those are a few of our suggestions and things you can do after you leave the park for the evening so we have pup putt bowling piano bars and movies, what would be your pick, Chris? If you had a night at Disney, what would your pick out of those four? Oh, it's easy. I'm going bowling. You're going bowling? Oh, yes. Okay. So what would your second choice be? Putt-putt. 
Pot pot. Okay. Any particular? Which which course would you want? The hard one. The hard one. The fairways one. Yes. And I think for me, it would really just depend on the time of year. If it's super hot out, I'd probably skip the pot pot. Um, if we're staying at Port Orleans, I love to go here get Yeehaw Bob. I'd like to try the Dine-In movie theater since we haven't done that. Um, but the bowling is so much fun at Splitsville, and there's even some bowling balls that have Mickey's face on them. So lots of great fun entertainment after you leave the parks. The fun doesn't stop when the parks close. So we, lots of different things that you can check out with your friends and family. And now we're going to go on to our call with Carrie from Third Wish Designs. And as we talked about earlier, she has lots of cool shirts that you could enjoy and wear for your night out. In particular, I think wearing one of her shirts with the song lyrics might be kind of fun if you went to Jelly Rolls or went to hear Yeehaw Bob. So we are going to get Carrie on the line and you're going to hear all about her show or her shirts. We would like to welcome Carrie from Third Wish Designs to the show today. She's a special education teacher from New Jersey. She loves Disney and likes to add a little bit of Disney magic to everyday life. She has a lot of unique designs and she does a great job at incorporating some song lyrics into her shirts, which are really cool. So we are super excited to have Carrie on the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you again for joining us and taking time out of your day. We always appreciate that. And we like to start out every interview with an icebreaker. So today we want to ask, what is your favorite park at Walt Disney World and why? My favorite park is definitely Magic Kingdom. Just because I've been going to Disney since I was like in the womb. Sure, (laughs) yeah. My, my, My first memories are from Magic Kingdom and I just feel like that's, the most magical park, sure. I would say Epcot's probably my second, but Magic Kingdom just has all my favorite rides. Yes. So what is your I always favorite have the best ride? day there. Splash Mountain. Oh, okay. 100%, hands down. <laughs> have you ridden the one in California, too? I have okay, when so I was do- younger. I haven't been to Disneyland since I was maybe like six, okay. but I. it's very funny. I have a funny story about that. The, you can't sit side by side with people. At least that's how it used to be. I'm yes, not sure yep, if that's, that's true. Yes, that's how it is, yep. And we took my Nana on this ride thinking it was the side-by-side one, and oh, she had no. to sit in the front, and there was just these metal bars on the side to hold on to, no lap bar. Oh, no. So <laughs> I have a, that hilarious picture in my mom's house. It's pretty Aww. funny. <laughs> I'm sure she probably didn't want to go on it and trust you on any more rides after that. Yeah, no, we totally forced her on that one. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Those are always the great memories to have at Disney, that's for sure. So we want to hear a little bit. Tell us about your business and what are some of the products that you offer that are connected to Disney? So I I guess I, it's a t-shirt shop. I sell t-shirts that are Disney-inspired. Uh, this actually started because I was just making shirts for my own Disney trips. Okay. Because I think it's, you know, fun to kind of have your own thing and not yes. be wearing what everybody else is wearing in the park. Yes. So I kind of got a lot of feedback from people asking me, like, what's your shop? Do you have a shop? I need to buy these shirts. So um, it just kind of developed from there. And I do, I realized I have a trend of adding song lyrics into my designs. Yes. Uh And I don't know how that started. I guess (laughs) I think in song lyrics. And now it's just kind of become my thing. So I have a whole collection of, like, 90s-inspired, like, Disney slash music songs. Oh, Or shirts, I'm sorry. Yes. And it started, I had, like, an NSYNC-themed shirt that I thought I was the only one who would appreciate, and everybody on Instagram lost their minds about it. 
Oh, so it kind cool. of went from there. Awesome. So please, um, really, what led you to start your business? Um, I moved recently, and I needed a hobby. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I want to buy one of those cricket machines, and I want to get a T-shirt press so I can start, you know, making my shirts a little bit more legit. So right. I just started making them for myself. Um, I started working at a new school, and I had no gear to represent that school. So I started making shirts to wear, you know, on spirit days and things like that. And just shirts kind of like Disney everyday shirts, because since I live in New Jersey, I don't get to go to Disney very often. So I like to add a little magic into my daily life if I possibly can. Yes. So it just started as an Instagram. So my Instagram is third wish designs and it was just me kind of posting and there was no shop. Right. It was just me posting the designs, and people kept messaging me, like, what, where's, what's your shop? Do you have an Etsy? Like, what's the deal? I need these shirts. Oh, cool. So after tossing it around for a little while, I decided to bite the bullet and made my own website. So now I'm pretty legit. My website is thirdwishdesigns.com, and I have a bunch of products up um, right now. So if anybody wants to go check them out, <laughs> they're exactly. pretty fun. Now, how long ago was this, then? How recently did you start your business? Um, I got the cricket for my birthday in October. Oh my god! And then I bought, yeah, and then I bought the t-shirt press with my birthday money. (laughs) So (laughs) So, you hit the ground um, running. Yeah, the website has only been up for a little over a month. Oh my goodness! So since then, I've been pretty consistently busy with orders, which is nice. I actually have four shirts I have to make today. Oh my goodness! So that kind of leads to what are some ways that you think your products can add a little Disney magic to our listeners' lives? Uh, I because I like to make shirts that aren't so over the top. You can only wear them in Disney. I like to make ones that are maybe a little bit more subtle reference yes. that you can wear on a normal day. Because, like I said, I only get to Disney once a year if I'm lucky. Yeah, that's and that's too. I tend to be wearing Disney items frequently. Right. <laughs> so, yep. I I try to do you know ones that are good for park days, but also ones that have more like subtle movie references and things like that that people can incorporate into their day to day. So, so we, it just it, they make me happy all the time looking at them. So I hope other people feel the same way. Well, we were looking at you know the website doing show prep, and a lot of them are just so witty. Where do you get the inspiration for your shirts? Um, to be honest with you, I'm I'm 31 years old, but I swear I'm 13, <laughs> and I watch. I watch Disney movies whenever they're on TV, right? And watch watching them will give me um, ideas and inspiration for. Because a lot of them I have already up in my brain. I just sit and I think about them. But, like, I'll play Disney music in the house when I'm cleaning right. or something like that. And then a line of a Disney song, I'll think, oh, that'll be great on a shirt. Or just cool. for the 90s-inspired collection that I have, I have a 90s playlist that I just had on a loop that oh, I was cool. like, oh, that's a good, you know, it just makes me think of design ideas. Honestly, the designing part of it is the most fun. Sure. What like is, the, the making of the shirts is, you know, that's come second, but the right. design is most fun. What is your favorite design that you have out right now? Uh, that one's a tough one. That's really tough. To be honest with you, I have some snack-inspired shirts, yes. and one of my favorite ones, it says, these calories don't count, oh, and yeah. it has yeah, the, the Mickey Mouse ice cream bar. <laughs> That one might be one of my favorites just because in addition to loving music and loving Disney, I love eating. Yes. And <laughs> there's like no no better Disney snacks than the Mickey ice cream bar, which I still have not found in my local grocery store, oh, which I'm I just pretty got disappointed some. about. I just got some last week. 
I have Finally, not been able to us. find them. Well, and I think to your point, though, dis- calories really don't count at Disney because when you figure, when you're walking five, six, seven to ten miles a day, you can have your treats. Yeah, and your you eat whatever you, you can- want. Exactly. <laughs> now, what you about need your energy? <laughs> exactly. So, with your shirts, are they like are they unisex cut? Are they? Do you have male, female? Do you have tank tops? Like, what sorts of options do you have on your shirts? So I started with the um, Bella Canvas brand unisex short sleeve shirts. Okay. Um, I was looking for shirts that were really soft because I don't, you know, nobody likes just like a stiff t-shirt, yeah. like a t-shirt you would go get at like Michael's Craft Store. So right. I did some research. I looked into different kinds. I ordered a few different kinds of shirts. And these were like the softest shirts. And awesome. so they come, they come in unisex sizes this way. Since I'm starting small, I don't have to have this gigantic inventory of all these different styles of shirts. So the styles are all the same for right now. But I am looking into adding tank tops because when I go, it's always in the summer since I'm a teacher. And if I wear a t-shirt, I'm going to sweat to death. (laughs) Yeah. So I just looked into um, either racerback tank tops or muscle tanks. I just had a poll on my Instagram. So far, uh, racerbacks are winning. Oh, okay. You guys can stay tuned. That should be added soon. Cool. Now, with your turnaround time for your shirts, like let's say I like we're going to Disney next month. If what, what sort of turnaround time is there that people should allow if they want to get some shirts for an upcoming trip? Um, if they're okay with buying the shirts that I have, like you know the Bella Canvas shirts and the colors that I have, mm-hmm. I say that my personal turnaround time on the website I put it as five to seven business days but I normally make the shirt within the first two days that I get the order okay because I don't like to leave things hanging right, right and then shipping is usually one to three business days okay so, so a couple I, weeks out yeah it's really only like people have gotten theirs like in about a week okay. but um if the only time that it takes longer is if, say, somebody wants a size that I don't have in stock or a specific color or a different style of shirt, then I have to order it from right. the distributor where I get the shirts from. So it kind of puts it off a little longer. Right. Um, but definitely not. I've seen some shops that have, like, four-week turnaround time, yeah, which I think is crazy. Yeah, really long. But yeah. I encourage people to message me if they have a trip coming up that they need a shirt for like if there's an actual deadline and it's not something they just want just for fun sure um so i can do as much as i can to make sure that they get what they want that's awesome and now along those lines do you do any custom designs or just strictly what you already have in your shop i do actually so the thing is the website that i have I, I don't have an Etsy account. It's an right. actual, this yes. is just my own website. So the one thing I do miss about Etsy is Etsy has a nice little send a message to the seller button. Oh, right. And they can ask a question. So it's a lot easier to customize on Etsy. But the website that I have, I have my email address at the bottom, and I say, please contact okay. me if you want any changes to the design, if you have an idea for a new design. Like I said, designing is my favorite part of it. So if you want... Your, if your favorite movie is Lilo and Stitch, and I don't have a Lilo and Stitch design on there, which I do right now, but, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, no reach out to me. Somebody just messaged me, actually, through Instagram today saying they want my flower and garden shirt, but they wondered if I could change the color of the t-shirt. I said, absolutely. I said, do you want me to change the color of the flower, which I'm doing for them, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love to customize for people. It makes it a unique experience. Right. Well, that's great. And so, you, you know, you mentioned the website. Please give us the website more and then other where you're at on social media. Okay. So the website is thirdwishdesigns.com. And all of the items that are kind of like a buy as is are on there. They're listed okay. on there. Um, on my Instagram, which is the handle is thirdwishdesigns, 
um, you can see all of my designs. I don't have all the things I've come up with listed on the site. I kind of go off of what gets the most feedback on Instagram. Okay. And then I'll decide if I want to post that to the site or not. Some things I'll add and then take off, depending on if they're not doing well or whatever. Um, but that's a good place to go to see everything that I've come up with. Okay. Um, also, I have a Facebook. It's also Third Wish Designs, like Facebook slash, you know, Third Wish Designs. Okay. That I post to the least, I would say. Okay. Just for the simple reason of I forget to switch the thing over that says also post to Facebook. Right. <laughs> I, right. I find that Instagram is a much more personal experience yes, than Facebook yes. is. So yes. that's really my main outlet. Okay. Perfect. So what we will do is we, number one, thank you so much for joining us. We really loved seeing your designs and hearing more about your story. And what we will do is when we post the show, we'll make sure in our show notes to include links to your website as well as like we'll tag your social media um, profiles as well because we want to make sure that everybody is able to find you and share a lot of your designs and Really, you've got some great witty things on there, some unique styles that I think our listeners will love to be able to have, whether it be at home or at the parks. So thank you again for joining us today, Carrie. Thank you so much. This was great. Thank you again to Carrie from Third Wish Designs for joining us today. We really appreciate her being on the show. And now on to our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. And we're going to start with Chris with our trivia. So right now, Vanessa, what is the marketplace area at Disney World called? With Ghirardelli and the big Disney store and everything else. So it's not just Disney Springs? That's what it's called, Disney Springs. Okay. What was the original name of Disney Springs? And there's now Disney Springs is technically, according to Wikipedia, the fifth name. Ooh. Of the shopping See, area. See, I was going to say Disney Marketplace, but that might not be old enough then if there's you're, five. You're close, okay. but that would be technically the third name. Okay. Or, or a version of the third name. So what was the first name then? Lake Buena Vista Village. Oh, that has to be before my lifetime. It is. Okay. <laughs> which then became Walt Disney World Village. Okay. Then it became Disney Village Marketplace. Okay. Then to Downtown Disney and now Disney Springs. Okay, yeah, the first one I remember is Village Marketplace, I guess, would technically be. Yes, and it's just interesting. I mean, if you're interested in just downtown Disney or what I call downtown Disney, Disney Springs, <laughs> you know, just take a look at the Wikipedia page. This has a lot of the history, and it really goes into what the different areas are called. And, Ooh, that's cool. And actually, now in Disney Springs, there's technically four areas. I'm not going to get into the names, but Disney's put a lot of thought to this. Yeah, and there's like a whole backstory for it, too. Just like Putt-Putt. Yeah, just like Putt-Putt. So, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize there were so many other names for it. That's pretty cool. And you stumped me again. So, as we always like to end with our wisdom from Walt, and trying to think about, we were talking about unique shirt designs and unique things to do in the park, so I wanted to try to find something that was kind of along those lines. So, today's quote was, The more you like yourself, the less you are like anyone else which makes you more unique. So, again, always some great quotes from Walt. Always enjoy sharing those with you. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Dislove Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris Jones.
This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.